Hey everyone, Phil Bailey here back for another episode of the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. This is a special episode, yet again, of the podcast where I talk about one of my favorite things in London. So this is Phil's favorites. And I have a very, very exciting guest for you today, someone who I've known uh, for a little while. We'll get into that into the podcast soon. I have Bridget Fee from Eat OA. This is episode 26 of Phil's Favorites. So Bridget, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Hello. Um, tell you about me. Well, I am from Talbotville, Ontario, which is very close to St. Thomas, where I went to school. And I, I believe that we went to high school together. Kind of our running joke for the last three and a half years, it seems. Um <laughs> About myself, I've been in London for 18, no, since I was 18 now, uh, went to college at Fanshawe, um, took culinary, and kind of just bounced around in a couple of different hospitality settings in this city itself, and worked at the casino. That was my last like long, long job, did that for about six years as a food and beverage supervisor. And got a like nice little bio package and decided that I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And fast forward probably like six years and now I'm running a small food business with my husband inside of Anderson Craft Ales, which is located in Old East Village at 1030 Elias Street. Um, and yeah, I have two cats that are awesome. Um, and that's like, that's... The Cole's notes of Bridget, I guess, right there. <laughs> well, and and I have to be honest, we did go to high school together, and it is a running joke that we that we say forever that uh, when I think we first uh, saw each other after a few years, um, it was interesting because I was like, I'm pretty sure I know that uh, that lady over there, and then I was eating your delicious food, and then realized, oh wow, this is a good uh, good connection, and then you know, as life uh, works itself out, uh, everything kind of just came together beautifully. So I get to eat amazing food, drink amazing beer and uh, hang out with uh, Bridget more more often now, which is awesome. Um, so so Bridget, tell us a little bit more about your business. You know, what is kind of the the style of, of the business? And, and um, I know you talked about the location, which is great. Uh, so people know how to visit you. But I know I've eaten your food many, many times, and I've never had any disappointment at all. It's always been amazingly delicious. So tell me about uh, kind of the inspiration for uh, for the business. Honestly, so the best way to describe it, and it might roll into another form of question that you were going to have for me. So my husband is also in the culinary world. He is a chef. That's how we met. Um, and he was working at Fanshawe, loves the job. It's a great job. He gets to connect with the students and it's amazing. But he was kind of like, feeling like he was lacking the creative side of um, the chef world. And that's the best way to describe it. So we started a little catering business on the side, happened to just randomly do um, a, I think it was like a 40th birthday party and we catered it at the brewery. And that was way back when the family members were pretty much like working the bar, working the whole entire place. There was a couple of staff members at that point in time. We fed them. They loved it. Fast forward maybe like a year and Gavin reached out and said he wanted to put in a kitchen uh, and he wanted us to do it. So 
with two full-time jobs, it was like, uh, okay. But just like with this neighborhood of OEV, it was just like, we can't pass this up. So, and I mean, we've lived here the whole time. So it was just like, what are we missing? And what we were missing was a place to go grab a drink and a snack. And that's kind of why I really wanted to do it selfishly. Um, so eat away. My sister came up with the name. We racked our brains for like four weeks. And then Katie was just like, what about eat away? And it was like, okay, which is a play on EOA East of Adelaide. Um, we're in a brewery. So for us, it was like, we need to do approachable food that goes well with beer. Um, we try to get beer in as much as we can, like for the product itself. Um, and it's like, I guess the best way to say like, a fun play on pub fair, but like elevated. And if we do anything like anything, so like bow buns, we're not just going to do your traditional one because we're going to let people who traditionally do those foods do them well. And we'll just always put our own little twist to it. So I guess for the best answer, eat away is fun pub fair with crazy twists. And we just, do like the randomest things, but we have a lot of fun doing it. And it's a tiny, tiny, tiny kitchen and a tiny team. So no, it's great. And you make delicious, uh, delicious food coming out of, of, of a small space, I know, but you've also, I think the creativity of it is always something that always interests me too, because, you know, someone that, you know, I can cook very, very, very poorly. Um, mm. but, uh, maybe, maybe Emily would say different, but sometimes <laughs> I think, you know, sometimes I can pull off a few things, but it's cool when you're out to be able to have something that pairs well with, you know, whatever beer you're drinking and something that is really kind of approachable, which is interesting to me. Cause that's basically, you'll see a common theme on Phil's favorites where <laughs> if I don't feel comfortable, you know, ordering off the menu, I'm probably not going to go there very often. And, in, you know, speaking of that too, like it, it's some, some people in the, maybe listening to podcasts aren't, you know, aren't from London or are new to London too. And it's definitely old East village is somewhere. I always recommend people check out in the city. It is changed drastically, you know, over the years. And I think it's really cool that you have that kind of vibe, uh, with, with you know, places like, like, you like, really eat away and Anderson's and, and being able to kind of explore the, the old, the old East village and really have that neighborhood feel, you know, it's one of the things that whenever I walk into some of those, maybe I drink a little bit too much craft beer sometimes, but there's something about going into some of those, some of the places like, like eat away where we really, you know, everyone kind of knows your name. It has like a cheers kind of atmosphere. <laughs> and there's a lot of places like that where I haven't had that. And I'll be funny. It's funny. Cause like, I literally haven't had a lot of that since even like going to high school, <laughs> like we talked about, right. Where you like, you like have friends and yeah. they're, but they're also similar to you because they're in a way that, you know, that whole neighborhood is kind of approachable, right? It's, oh, for sure. it, it's changed a lot. I know I have a lot of clients that have, have bought, uh, in, in the area. Um, you know, you're dealing with some, some houses that it's, that have that kind of first time homebuyer feel to them, which is great. Right. So it gives you a, an, a kind of an, again, an approachable real estate experience as well. So, um, yeah. thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for sharing that about that. And I think you kind of talked about kind of why you decided to go into that particular, uh, business as well. So one thing on Phil's favorites, Bridget, that I like to talk about is just London, right? Because obviously, like, 
I work in London. I live in London. I really love London and, and many things about it. I think London sometimes can get a, a bit of a, oh, it's, you know, maybe it's not as exciting as going to Toronto. But now that I'm as old as I am, I don't really have the energy. So I like to kind of spend time in my own city as much as possible. So what's something really, what's one thing you love about London? This is Phil's favorites, but let's talk about, you know, Bridget's favorites for a second here. Honestly, I was racking my brain and I, that probably doesn't sound like a great answer coming from me, but because I have been here for, I would say a long time, like that I know people who've honestly like were born here, grew up here, went to public school, went to high school, whether they left or not, and then came back. Um, but for me, I've just, I guess I've seen a lot of changes because I was just, again, racking my brain to answer the question and thinking about when I was in college, what did I love the most? I loved Richmond Row, obviously, um, going to call the office, uh, going to GTs, not the one on the beach, but the one at York and Richmond and spending a lot of fun nights going to retro night at call the office and doing that kind of stuff. And then you kind of fast forward into the late 20s, early 30s, and it was finding this area of London and the Western Fair Market and the parks like Meadow Lily. I grew up like my mom was not the biggest fan of St. Thomas. So she made us do a lot of stuff in London. She was from Byron, so it makes sense. Just Spring Bank Park alone, taking like the bike trails and stuff like that as well. You can kind of get lost in a city that you kind you might think, oh, I know every little nook and cranny of this place, but there's always somewhere or like a restaurant or something. And you're just like, what is that? Where is it? And somebody will be like, oh, it's been here for 25 years. So to me now, because... Obviously, the downtown has changed a bit and like OEV is changing with all these new young families coming in. Wortley on its own has like that core downtown feeling area just on their own with all those restaurants and bars. I just love the constant change. There's some stuff that like stays, but there's just always something to explore, always something you didn't know existed. And I feel like for... London being, when I say it's small, I know it's not small, but I love the fact that there's always something I'm, I'm not aware of. Like, I don't know how else to say that, but I just love that there's constant surprises. And I do love the fact that like, I think we're like, I don't know what the actual terminology is, but we're a test city essentially for, I mean, they're more so chains and stuff like that, but that's something that's always racked my brain. But I guess because we get so many students and stuff like that, I, I must have something to do with that, why people come here and try to test things out. But yeah, the constant change, finding new things, and like the neighborhood nook and cranny thing, I really do like. I'm just exploring yeah, it. No, that's aw- that's an awesome answer. Yeah, I think I think that's something too. It's I've heard sometimes I don't even know what's in London, and then I hear about something. I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard of that, but I haven't tried it. So I try to you know go out there, and again, part of the podcast and doing this is kind of supporting local as much as we can. Um, but it's funny you mentioned you know call the office, and uh, I ha- I have I used to go there quite often and go to some of these shows, and it was you know five dollars to go yeah. see a, a band. And those are some of my best experiences, you know, growing up and, you know, remember call the office and then, you know, the, the embassy as well. And I have these two artworks I got from this place. I'll, I'll, they're actually in at uh, the Western Fair Market called Spruce Moose. Ooh. And it's this awesome guy named Joel, who's an amazing person. And, uh, and I buy pretty much everything in my house from there and all my client gifts from there too. So I definitely would check that place out too. But 
maybe I can get Joel on. Maybe I can see if he'll do it. Yeah. But, um, but I have the embassy and the call the office and I have them in our our living room. And every time I see those, I, you know, I think about, about that. Right. And like, you know, I had this, like, just all these really cool experiences of, of, of being able to, you know, really witness some of these cool bands coming through, but also just that whole kind of atmosphere of, uh, of these live music locations in, in London and, you know, excited already for, for the summer concert series, as much as maybe I won't be able to go to too many concerts anymore, <laughs> given my, my, my situation of having a kid now, but in general, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to have all those things. And I think, you know, we appreciate a lot of the, uh, a lot of the same things as well. So, what is, you know, are there, you know, you mentioned, you know, some of the stuff you love about, about London. Is there a, a place that, you know, if you had to make a, uh, a Bridget's favorites uh, that you'd put on, on the list as well? I know this is hard. I put people on the spot when I say this, but it doesn't have to be your number one, doesn't even have to be your number two, but just something that you think would be cool, if, you know, from a favorite place that you like to visit in, in London. So for me, myself and my, like myself and my husband, we are, we go for food, we go for drinks, like if we're, we work a lot. So when we're going out, that's what we do. And we are just extraordinarily lucky to know a couple of people who happen to own or manage some of my favorite places in London. Um, so for me, like Madre, Pizzeria Madre, which is, should be opening in their new location in like the next couple of weeks, we'll say, um, one of my favorite places to go, like you had said, when you walk into Anderson, it's kind of like your cheers moment, right? They, although they are changing locations, I'm sure it's still going to have that same feel. I just love going there, having a couple of pizzas, getting a drink or Saji and Wortley, Bree and Nam are doing a fantastic job. Um, making delicious food that like when I sit there and I eat it, I just constantly get blown away. And like Hunter, I'm like you said one, but I'm gonna have like six. That's fine. You go ahead, <laughs> name them all, please. I need I need also recommendations for myself. So well, and Hunter is just Hunter and Co. Uh, downtown is just it's awesome. It's owned by the Other Bird, um, they're a restaurant corporation, and I think they're based out of Hamilton. But our friend Shannon, she manages it, and it's just like their customer service, their food, their drink, the atmosphere. It's just untouchable. It kind of makes you feel like you're not in London which is nice every once in a while. Um, but yeah, those are like my top three for sure. There's so many cafes too that I can just go sit in and like 1018's one because it's three blocks away from my house and two blocks away from where I work. So that's amazing. But yeah, those are like my frequent spots for sure. Um, and kind of going along with your first, not your first question, but the question you just asked, because we had so many music venues and we did lose a lot of them um, during COVID, the resurgence of music venues and how they're happening at like the social bowl. I hadn't gone to one yet. And Kyle and I just went to one two, three weeks ago and it was amazing. So it's kind of like, I would even put that on one of my favorite spots now. So just the adaptability of businesses and going, okay, well, we're losing a lot of spaces. Let's, let's try to recreate something here. So yeah, those are my like top places for sure. 
Yeah, no, I, I was excited by the social bowl as well because I could bowl underneath of someone <laughs> who was playing live music. And I just thought that experience, I, it, I'll be honest, it made me exceptionally nervous that somehow I was going to let go of the bowling ball at the most inopportune time and, and hit them. Yeah. But I avoided that during the entire night. And yeah, it's been a little while since I've been there. But yeah, they have some really cool bands coming through uh as well and some that i've i've been really excited about in the in the future too so that's good that's awesome you know that's a that's an amazing list and uh (laughs) i you know bridget you know i know we went to high school together but uh it seems like there's still some uh connection there because a lot of those were similar ones that would have been on you know on on my list as well uh and some of my favorite places to go in london for sure so one last question really on the podcast. I like to ask everybody this because I like to stay as positive as yeah. positive as positive as possible. So what are you most excited about in 2023, Bridget? Well, Fabelli, that is quite the question. Um, I would say business-wise, I am just really excited to see like January, February, hospitality, people just write those months off. They they're, they're usually kind of like slow, doom and gloom. People have spent all their money. I'm just excited to see what happens in the spring and the summer. Um, you know, we've made it through the last, has it been three summers for COVID? I think now? you're right. Yeah. So this will be like the Sad. fourth essentially, yeah. which is, or is this the third? I don't know. We've all lost t- track of time. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just really excited to see what the spring and summer bring. Like, cause last summer, everybody was out. People were leaving, people were camping, people were traveling because you couldn't. So I think a lot of us had this idea in our heads that it was going to be bumping all summer because it was bumping the first two summers because you couldn't go anywhere. Um, So for me, yeah, I'm very excited to see Eataway's growth. I'm excited to see new customers. I'm excited to see, I'm trying to find a community build, like, Luckily, like I said, knowing a couple of people like Jess and Matt, who are Madre and Brian Nam and Katie from 1018 and all of these people who are awesome, just kind of seeing the hospitality try to form like a community again. You know, it, we're all out to make and earn money to pay our staff and pay our bills. But in the end, we're all doing something that's very hard to do, um, has so many challenges, but the second I can walk into a place and just be like, like I'll go to beer lab on Mondays cause they have industry Mondays right now and there's nowhere else open on Mondays and just go hang out with Nick and Kyle and just talk about the fact that maybe last week was brutal, but it's just, you get to bounce that stuff off of each other. So I'm really excited for all of us to have a great spring and a summer to see what the fall brings. I'm just excited to kind of just keep trugging along and I'm hoping for the best. And on a personal level, I'm going to France in Italy. And I've never been to Europe. And I'm going in April. And I bawled my eyes out because I was just so excited when I bought my plane tickets. And I just had to say that about myself. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I, I did hear, I heard that. No, I heard that news. And I'm super excited uh, for you because I know you know, anyone working in the industry that, uh, that you, that you work in needs some, some vacation time. So, uh, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be well, well-deserved I'm sure. And, um, yeah, that, that's awesome. That's a, that's, that's really good. I, I, it would be, 
I would like to see that as well, I think, in terms of the community building, because I think for a long time, I was talking to someone this morning, you know, for a, for a while there, I would show a house and then I would come home, I would show a house and I'd come home, which is great. But there are times when, you know, I needed that personal connection with, you know, maybe other real estate agents and and it can be a kind of a lonely business sometimes when you're, you know, I'm a real estate agent and I work by myself, you know, so I kind of run my own business. So when I come home, it's sometimes important, I think, to kind of get that social aspect. Now, you know, it's important, important to uh, to always be at my house as much as possible. <laughs> but <laughs> in general, it is nice to be able to kind of go out. And, you know, I know we saw you last week at the uh, Anderson's uh, baby group as well, which is really, really fun. Um, yeah. And it's cool to kind of get that community building again, really across London and, you know, learn about some cool places that you know we can visit uh, and a lot of time right now it's it's lunch times for us but uh, that's been that's been really kind of nice to be able to do that okay. so so bridget tell us one more time how we can find eat oa i just want to make sure people know you know where you are in london and uh just so they they can go visit you we are located inside of anderson craft ales which is on 1030 elias street in the oldies village um, we have masses of masses, massive amount of parking. We're right beside Junction Climbing Center. You can do so much in like what under 15, not 15 steps, but in a very small area, you've got a climbing center, you've got a record shop, you've got a brewery, you've got food inside of a brewery. So we got a lot going on in our little area. And the one thing I was gonna say, it doesn't have anything to do with what you just asked me, but <laughs> I thought about like, what do you love about London? And I remember the day that you and Emily came to the brewery and you were sitting outside. I literally like gave you your food and we were chatting and I don't know if we happened to realize it then, but then Emily started working at the brewery. And I think that was, was that the summer after or something like that? And then I find out that her father was my uncle's um, paramedic partner for who knows how long. So not only like it, that is what London is, even though we're not in St. Thomas where we, the two of us grew up, we had that like vortex bring us back in again. So that is the one thing I do love. You're kind of like six degrees from somebody in London, it seems all the time. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Cause we, we actually talked about that in the last Phil's favorites as well in the sense of like everyone, I always try to build my business and I know you do as well. It's just like a sense of integrity and kind of doing what you say you're going to do and, you yep. know, being a good, being good with your, your customers and your friends, which I don't really know how those are separate to me anymore. <laughs> They're kind of the same. But what I find interesting about that is that in a place, especially like London, if you go the other way, it's not good for you. And I've seen that a few times where, you know, the the reputations and stuff. So I'm going to try to stay as positive as I can on the podcast. But it's if you get that positive kind of attitude and that kind of warmth that I know that you and I try to bring to our businesses, it can, you know, really, really help you in a, in a lot of ways. And it's amazing to see that because it's 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 interesting to me how you meet someone that you haven't seen for years again. And then, you know, then there's this huge connection with other people in our lives. And just because we happen to, you know, grow up in a similar space. Right. And it's just so nice to see that. And, you know, I'm so glad that we got to, uh, to reconnect over the past uh, few years, Bridget. And, uh, and I really appreciate you coming on the podcast because this has been something that I've been trying to talking to you about probably for, longer than most people. And uh, I'm always thinking of, you know, how I can 
support local and also support uh, my friends who have amazing uh, businesses uh, throughout the city. So thank you so much, Bridget, for coming on the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. This was a segment of Phil's Favorites. Please go check out Eat OA, which is located inside of Anderson Craft Ales. And I thank you all for listening to the podcast. Have a great day.